Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hello there, Chris. It is wonderful to speak to you again on Love Island. So we're on episode 21 and I would just like to take this opportunity to Chris to say, I choose you to be my co-host for this episode because you're the only fucking person on this call. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Don't, don't knock my confidence, Dave. <laughs> You know what? I think that I think Aaron deserves a gold star for that speech he gave at the end because I, I kind of got the feeling he was thinking, "Oh fucking hell!" <laughs> <laughs> and was, I was just thinking he'd say, "Oh, are we going to do this or what?" But no, if he didn't have that prepared before, he uh, uh, he did well there. But anyway, Chris. We'll get onto that in plenty of time, I'm sure. So where would you like to start today, as if I don't know? Dave, let's just give her the fucking match ball, shall we? Mackenzie, (laughs) yet again, the fucking drama just surrounds this girl. And you know what what is unbelievable with her? And I said this yesterday about like somebody needs to have a word of her, either her parents or whoever. But she genuinely thinks that she's being mistreated, doesn't she? She genuinely thinks that... Uh, everything that's gone on is a consequence of other people's actions. And it's like, but it's not. When, when obviously, fucking Connor finally, and he'd had a few chats with today, decided to go with Moira, I was like, fuck, fuck for that. Because she'd gone from Jalen to Connor. Then Aaron gets a sniff then, Dave. If that's not game playing, yeah. I don't know what is. But her awareness of herself and her actions... Uh, I, I don't met not met many people like that, Dave, who genuinely believe that everything they do or everything that wrong happens to them is a consequence of someone else. Because that isn't the, usually when two people are kicking off. It's somewhere in the middle's the truth. If we're having an argument, me and you, I'm sure you're going to tell your side of the story. Like I've been a twat. You're, you're going to say <laughs> maybe should have said that one day. But <laughs> <laughs> Or I'm being a see you next Tuesday, or you are, but usually somewhere in the middle is the common ground of why you're in that conflict. And she just does not see. And as you get older, it is an age thing. As you get older, we all are stubborn. We all get involved in arguments, no matter how old you are. But you do, I, I seem to take more of a step back now. If I've been an absolute dick, I might not apologize straight away, but I, I'm usually the first one to say, look, I'm sorry, I, I was out of order, or whatever, because you can't live your life like that. And that girl's going to be so upset through her life if she carries on like this. You know what? We quite often leave the door open, don't we? We we say it's an edited show. So maybe, you know, off camera, you know, this person is behaving differently and, and they're being portrayed in, in, you know, an unpleasant way. But I tell you what, the, the most, the biggest telltale sign is just how the rest of the villa are as well. Girls and boys, you know, like Justine's, when Connor's saying to Justine, oh, yeah, I still do have feelings for her. She's like, Connor, you know, and she knows it's it's not good for her. She's saying in the diary room, you know, this is what I said either yesterday or the day before. The onus is on her, really. She's the one who brought another dude into the into the house, into the villa. Right. So, so you know. Connor's the one there st- stood with fucking Mr. Cuddles, you know, having been dumped. So the onus is on uh, Mackenzie, but she cannot see anything other than 
everything is about me. And I find this frustrating. I, I kind of, some of this is, is feeling familiar with, you know, I've been in this situation where she's like, you know, you're on the receiving end of it, but then they're going on, oh yeah, and, and Jalen this and Jalen that and going on about me, me, me. And fucking Connor's face is just like, I, I know it, Chris, because I've been there and you sat there and you're thinking, why are you telling this to me? I am the last person on the fucking planet you should be talking to about your boy troubles, right? You, you yeah. fucking, you've destroyed this. You know, I'm not saying it was great. We we said, you know, they, they were turning into a bit of a toxic couple and may not be good for each other before Casa and more. But there's, there's a whole bunch of people that she could be speaking to. So it's really fucking, I, I don't know if it's deliberately manipulative or she's just innately really good at being a manipulator. But, you know, she's, she's fucking trying to turn on the waterworks. Oh, I didn't want you to see me cry. You know, poking herself in the eye while she's saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the smelling salts. <laughs> So I just thought it was really, really fucking unfair, Chris. But, you know, when I've been in that situation as well, like Connor, I just sat there like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm here for you, you know. And, and you know, so I'd love to be more Jalen and say, oh, fucking go and speak to someone else, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought it was really unfair the way she was just approaching that whole thing and making it all about her and nothing about you know, what what she's actually done, not actually admitting yeah. to anything that she's done wrong. Yeah, and that's that's what made me laugh is, why would you go and confide in the guy you dumped two or three days ago and then talk about how she picked Jalen over him because she just wanted to bring somebody new in just in case Connor dumped. It's like, where, where is your logic? Where is your tax? And where is your fucking indecency towards Connor? Does she, does she not respect Connor that much that he's, you know, we called him and I've called him out. So he's a bit of a fucking doormat. Finally, Dave, he got a bit of a backbone and was like, no, I'm not putting up with this. He was nice about it. He sat there listening. And Justine was right. She's like, she even said, didn't she? Hashtag free Connor or save Connor, like you said. Protect Connor at all costs. Protect Connor. That's it. That's one of her best friends. And she can see it saying, this is ridiculous. Can she not see? And I think the telltale signs, and I'm I'm like you, Dave, I'm trying to cut her a bit of slack because you know what's going to happen after this. If it's it's pricked the US... um, population's interest and, and they're into this, then she's going to get a load of shit. The one thing I would say for her, though, she's going to get more of a career on reality TV than anybody else on this because she's going to be on fucking Love is Blind, Too What to Handle. She's going to be on uh, X on the Beach, The Batch. She's going to be on <laughs> all these days because she's TV gold. You know, she will not see the last of uh, Mackenzie at all, Dave, on these reality stuff. No, and I, I tell you what, as well, just trying to force Connor's hand there. She brought out the big guns, didn't she, for uh, for that chat? She looked like fucking Jessica Rabbit with that fucking top on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, just play fair for fuck's sake. You know, we're weak as men. Um, but I tell you what, I, I, we've given Carrington a fair bit of stick, haven't we, for. Uh, uh, being quite flirty. But I thought tonight, I thought he didn't really put a foot wrong. You know, I thought he was sweet with Lauren. Sorry, Laurel. And then, um, you know, so that was nice having the old kind of ad hoc date thing. And I fucking loved how he was trying to break up that conversation between Connor and Mackenzie. And, you know, that like, he's like, <laughs> tried to 
you know, insert himself in there and he got the death stare from Mackenzie. She was just like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to work this little puppy and get him to, you know, keep me in the villa here. Um, but then he's like, who's up for a game of charades or something like that? I know, that was so always ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that was pure comedy. Um, but again, fair play to him. You know, he pulled her aside for a chat. I, I don't think he, he, he wasn't completely honest. I, I think he was saying, you know, we need to keep you two apart kind of thing. It's not going to work. Whereas when he's saying to the boys, you know, he's like, you know, Connor's been screwed over. So, but no, I, I thought Carrington had a really good episode today. Yeah, to be fair, Dave, I think he was okay. And I think he was being actually genuine. It's probably the first time I can say that about Carrington, that we actually saw a nice side to him. And he was a bit more uh, a bit more of his personality's come out with Laura, which is great because maybe she is what he needs, Dave. Maybe she is. She's grounded. She likes traveling. She said that yesterday. I tell you what, though, Dave, you know what had me laughing? Now, it was when Cher was stood next. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Kirsten, right? And we had fucking uh, Calvin Freckles there doing his speech, right? Now, I need to tell you this story. It reminded me so much of a story that happened to me years ago. So so obviously, Calvin picks Kirsten, but he bigs it up, and you've got the smirk on fucking Cher's face. She's like, oh, he's picked me. Here we do, go. Do they do sad. that on purpose, Chris? Because I was convinced he was talking about Cher there. I did. But then as he kept going to Kirsten, I thought, he's going to pick her. Jalen's fucked here. Jalen's done all the work. And I know she's, she's sort of doubting him. But it's like, I think they're more of a match now than Calvin. Calvin's had yeah. a bit of a chat and made her a bit blush a couple of times. But I don't think he's got anything about him, to be honest, Dave. I really don't. But it made me piss up. What it reminded me of is years ago, right? I remember I was running cross-country for the school and we were running at Sail Harriers here, which is a proper like running thing. You know how slow I am, Dave, but cross-country was actually okay on. And I was the captain of the, men, uh, the men's team, the boys' team. I was like 11. And we were there. And <laughs> all these athletics people, I think... Uh, Diane Modal was there. It was a UK 800 meter run, a 1500 meter run. She's there giving the awards. She's from Sale. And it was one of them where they're bigging up like our school and they're like, and it was the girls' um, team had won. And I was there like, and I was the captain. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Um, so we just like the captain to come up, Dave, in front of fucking hundreds of people. I got up and they went, can I just stop you right there? We meant the captain of the women's team, the girl team. He <laughs> <laughs> just fucking <laughs> never seen me go somewhere. And everyone was laughing, going, Oh, he's a girl, he's a girl. He's all 11 years old, Dave. I was fucking fuming. I remember coming off telling one of my best mates to fuck off. I was fuming. <laughs> <laughs> grab fucking victory was it defeat from the fucking cause of victory, whatever the fuck it is that was terrible it was just one of the moments in life where you're like holy <laughs> shit the whole you know? school no it was in front of the whole of Trafford Dave it wasn't the school it was a fucking <laughs> like a regional fucking thing I was like oh no See, I, you've just made me remember something else. So, you know, kind of, uh, obviously it's a bit somber, but I, I actually flew on September the 12th and you can imagine security was quite tight there. You know, it was, yeah. it was delayed for about three hours because everyone was like properly fucking frisked and everything. So you stood in the queue waiting and you can see people going in and I'm kind of like bored as fuck you know and so I, I think this was i think i might have had a blackberry or something at that oh, no, 2001 probably didn't even have that probably just had a regular nokia or something so no smartphones or anything so you're bored as anything you're not really thinking 
finally walks through, you know, the old scanners. And every, it's not a case of it beeps and you go and get frisked. Basically, everyone's getting frisked. And I wasn't really paying attention. I was just stood there bored this whole time. <laughs> and I walks up to this lady frisker and I just puts my arms out, you know, waited to be frisked. And she's like, no, you go to the men. <laughs> <laughs> and all the fucking line was fucking, I could hear the murmurings and, and chuckling like under the breath. And it's, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So it's not quite as bad against as many people. But it is one of those moments where you just feel like such a twat. I should have been paying attention here. <laughs> uh, honestly, Dave, I, I, and that's what I felt we've shared tonight because I think everybody's been there. That Even to the point where someone bibs you or someone waves at you and you wave back and they're like, you know, and you think you know them. And it's like, no, behind you. Behind you, you're like, oh, fucking hell. I've done that many a time, sat at Old Trafford, waved at someone who I don't even know and it's someone behind. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you dick. And then um, you do but, the old, uh, uh, pretend like you're scratching the back of your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I run my, my fingers through my hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, doing the yoga stretching at the, in the game. But yeah, I, honestly, Dave, you're right. Did they do this on purpose? I don't know. But I was fucking pissing myself. I was thinking she's definitely not going to get picked. And he didn't. And she she was not happy one bit. And I can understand why, because Calvin had made a move on her. However, I will say, Dave, Jalen, from nowhere, said about Cher. He, he said to Kirsten, I'm really into you. I'm really attracted, sexual attraction, blah, blah, blah. And the next minute he went, I'm really serious about you, blah, blah. I'm thinking, whoa, what is going on here? See, see I got the impression that Jalen was going to pick Kirsten, but Freckles had just picked her. So yes. that whole speech, something about making me feel like Superman or something, it just all felt a bit sort of stuttery and, and jittery and, and a little bit off the cuff. So, you know, I haven't really... They had a short chat today, didn't they, Jalen and Cher, but haven't really seen a lot. What I would say, though, is just from her body language and everything... I thought Cher was more kind of open to Jalen than I've seen her with Calvin. Um, so I did think that, you know, she's probably a bit more interested in him. Um, whereas, you know, when, when Calvin and her had, you know, the conversation earlier, she was like, you know, don't you go switching up on me. So I, I don't think we're going to have heard the last of that. I think Cher's going to call him out on that because, you know, he sort of blindsided her a bit there, didn't he? Yeah, he did, to be fair, Dave. And I will say, though, Mr. Horrocks, I'm going to have to start calling you uh, Miss Silla Black because you need to buy your hat, my friend, because Moira and Connor was requested by yourself yesterday. And lo and behold, the relationship has blossomed, it seems. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right this season, actually, aren't I, yeah. for, for the predictions? It's, it's not... Well, it's either that I've just watched too much fucking reality TV recently <laughs> or, <laughs> or just, just a bit of luck. You know, you, you fire off... Uh, a scattergun, you're gonna you're gonna hit a few things. You know what though, Chris? I thought I thought Connor's speech was brilliant. You know, and it's like um I always think like uh, uh, it, when the football managers do it, you know, if you can big up your own team while simultaneously putting down the other team, but it, but it's all in subtext, you know, I, I think that's I think that's a brilliant thing to do. So so I, I bloody hate him, Chris, but I thought when, uh, when I'm going back a few years now, but when David Moyes came in and took over Everton, right? He said that Everton was the people's club. 
you know, for the for the people of Liverpool and everything. I thought that's brilliant because that makes your own fans feel really good. Meanwhile, pisses all over the you know the opposition, and I think this is just what Connor did. You know, he was really laying it on thick about how you know this per- person makes him feel good, and you know it makes him feel like he's comfortable in his own skin. And even though it was Moira and Mackenzie left, the further he went into that speech, it was pretty obvious it wasn't Mackenzie, and so you saw her. Uh, what do you call it? A resting bitch face. You saw that yep. come out. It, it was proper, like, not happy with this. So, yeah, he absolutely did the right thing. You could see in Johnny's face, couldn't you? He's like, ah, oh, shit, is he? He can't really, surely. <laughs> you know, all the lads are probably like, Connor, don't do it. We know you want to, but don't do it. Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> awesome stuff. It is good, Dave. And we've had another email, Dave, as well, from our good friend, Anna. And she, and- that is good. Can I just finish off just before we go into the email? I'll just say we didn't really see a lot from Johnny and Sally tonight, did we? Uh, saw a little bit more from Caleb and Justine. I still think you know they're probably uh, the top two couples right now. I do think Caleb and Justine are, are favourites for me. Um, but yeah, they them two couples are definitely the strongest right now. Oh, I agree. We said that, didn't we, yesterday? There's no doubt. I still think, like you just said, Caleb and Justine, number one, and Johnny and Selly, number two, at the moment. They, they, they may be number one, Johnny and Selly, because of the groundwork that's gone on before, but it has tarnished the relationship. His experiment and him doing a task by copping off with another girl, Dave, which is, is his justification for that. So I don't think he... I think he'd do that again, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it's very easy. Like I say, he keeps coming out with the same kind of lines. You know, now I have clarity. You know, if another girl came in and really went after Johnny, I'm not convinced he wouldn't reciprocate if if they made a real play like Mercedes did. What I would say, though, is Selly, she's not moping around on it. She's They're back to what they were before Casa Amor. Yes. Yeah. And fair play to her, Dave. She's a lovely girl, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... Sorry, I interrupted you there. We've no, got an no. email. <laughs> we have indeed. Our good friend Anna, and the, it's entitled Anna Nation Exhaled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hi, hi, guys. I believe I speak for all of us when I say I'm as proud of Connor as I am for Aaron, as I'm sorry for Aaron. I really thought Mackenzie was going to successfully crawl her way back to Connor, but credit where it's due, he stuck to his guns and chose Moira. It was so wonderful to see how relaxed and happy they are together. And honestly, Dave, I, I, I think that's genuine. They just seem like the weight has been lifted off both of them. Uh, Honourable mention goes to Jalen, who responded to Mackenzie's, um, oh, I don't even know how to say, diatribe, Dave. Diatribe? Diatribe. Diatribe. About how much she doesn't like him with, with noted and then walked away. Scott and I stood up and cheered. <laughs> That's how much he's shown me to people there. That's brilliant. I like the way Scott's there, like uh, me and you, Dave. Yeah. He's no, you know, I, I, I'm more of a fan of Love Island than Sam is. You know, Sam watching it, but I am absolutely all in on it. I go mad me when I'm watching it. Uh, anyway, hopefully Aaron just rides out the rest of his time in the villa enjoying the view and sunshine. Maybe hit the slots of blackjack tables on his way out. <laughs> It's a safer gamble than betting on Mackenzie. All the best and thanks for the daily episodes. Always a highlight of our morning, Anna. So another class email, Dave. That is really good. (laughs) Again, I I did like Aaron when he was in the diary room and he's like, you know, 
saying all these nice things about Mackenzie, but then he's saying about, you know, and then there's Mackenzie, the overactor and blowing things out of proportion. And he just did this like little like, ha <laughs> as if like, yeah, I really don't want to do it, but there's equal amount of boys and girls. So, you know, it might come down to that. So I don't want to incriminate myself. It's brilliant. And and look, Dave, we've had a great season so far. There's been plenty of shit going down and that's what we want. You know, it, we'll look back on this and go, you know what? It's been a good season because it has, it's just, just been shit. This, I mean, I'm sort of re-watching it over again. As I mentioned, Sam being behind us. <laughs> I forgot about the situation when Lauren took Connor on a date and I was watching it last night and she's fucking crying and Trey saying to her, be nice, be nice. Yeah. And we mentioned that on the show and it's like, holy shit. The, the, you know, even then there was flags for fucking Connor. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway. I think he should have, he fucked up though, didn't he? By asking her to be his girlfriend for fuck's sake. That, that gave her all the excuses she needs to say, actually it was 50-50 to make this relationship not work. Yeah. Yeah. See but, you later sort of thing. You're yeah. right. Dave. You're totally right. Now, Chris, anyway. on social media watch, we've also got Instagram. We had a nice comment from the Booker Lorette who says, love your podcast and your sexy accents, Chris. Doesn't actually <laughs> we'll say you, Chris. Dave. I, I just added <laughs> <Yeah>. that bit. <laughs> and we also... Dave, there's no way that's me. You always get the compliments on the voice. So there's not a fucking chance that's me. So anyway, Dave, take the compliment as it's as oh, right, finger. Right. Well, I think it's both of us. It's, it's that northern British charm, Chris, that, we, that we've both got. <laughs> so we've also got Terence. So he says Moira and Connor might be the most boring couple ever, which I agree with. But you kind of think, well, for a relationship, you know, you think, some someone like Jalen, right? He's he he is a bit of a bad boy, isn't he? You know, he's he's yeah. not a safe bet there. Whereas someone like Connor is a safe bet. I'm not necessarily saying Moira's a safe bet, but the two of them together, I, I think, could work in the outside. Uh, it also says Kirsten is so confusing, won't last with freckles. Oh, can I just say as well though, Chris? Kirsten is stunning, right? But she is doing my fucking head in, still pining over Carrington now. You know, when he, she's going on and saying about how much affection she's given to La- he's given to Laurel. And, you know, she never got any of that. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Just, you'd need to get over it or get out of the villa. So, um, yeah. anyway, anyway. And it says, I like share with Jalen. Agreed. Uh, Mackenzie and Aaron won't get many votes and are gone. I can't agree with that more. She's so manipulative and turns the waterworks too much. Awesome. And we also had, I'm sure we had some more actually. I'm sure, sure I saw Geek Girl Soup say something, but I can't find it. It's a great bit of podcast in this. Oh, Dave, just carry on with your sexy voice. Just carry <laughs> <laughs> And now it's midnight caller time. <laughs> with Dave Horrocks and Chris Phelps. <laughs> no, sorry, it's gone. It's like uh, uh, that email that you deleted. <laughs> <laughs> sure it was a lovely tweet though but ah, fucking twitter yeah but anyway i'm not gonna go off on that one so chris again absolutely loving this series it's gonna come down to the vote tomorrow we've got two hour special tomorrow i mean it's a it's a fade accompli isn't it it's kind of 
Mackenzie and Aaron are gone. Yeah, I think so. There's no nobody else. The only one who may be close is Jalen and Cher. Not because there's anything wrong with him, and I don't believe there could be a couple, but they just haven't. I just we haven't had enough time to develop as a, as a couple, Dave. At least Connor and Moyer have been in since day dot, haven't they? People can relate to them, so maybe that. Yeah, I mean they've we've literally seen them have one conversation, haven't we? Like I say, you know, when Casper Moore comes around, the OG guys are, are the uh, you know they're the ones with the golden tickets. So you know, Jalen and Cher haven't really had that much time to spend together. So. It could be that, but you, you often see a, there's a bit of a waiting, isn't there? So um, the people who've been in there longer, people know them and, and you know, they quite often get a bit of a bump in the votes. So they might not get many votes just because of uh, them being so new. But I do think, I think Jalen will have plenty of fans there, as we'll share. Um, and I don't, I think, you know, Jalen does get a lot of respect from me for, for how he handled the whole McKenzie situation. You know, he's like, I'm basically not going to put up with this. And, you know, I'm out. And I think he's done them both a favor there. Yeah. But, I, I... Oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to finish it off by saying, but, you know, that doesn't mean McKenzie can't take the opportunity to tell everyone what a two-faced fucker he is. <laughs> <laughs> and how badly he's treated her. Yeah. And he's just like... wait, what she does if you fucking... Actually, he raises his voice. Should we ringing the fucking police or something? Oh, fucking hell. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. No, I think... I, I don't know what's going on in her head. But, um, Chris, awesome episode. Great to kind of vent a bit because I got to the end of tonight. And again, I'm like, oh, Christ, I, I, I need to talk about this. But, um, <laughs> yeah, awesome. I shall... Uh, oh, no. Before we do that, where can everyone get in contact with us? On Twitter and Instagram at CDRealityCast. If you want to email us, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. I got it right today, Dave. And as always, get yourselves over to your podcast, catch it up, guys. If you've got a couple of minutes, if you can, please review the show. We really appreciate all reviews. Um, you know, and, and it just helps myself and Dave get on them charts because, you know, at the end of the day, we're the only ones out there properly doing Love Island uh, USA in the UK. So let's get it up the charts and get more people listening to us because we have a lot of fun interacting with you guys awesome stuff mate well I'll see you tomorrow and as a great man once said in his sexy voice bye now (laughs) 